Hi, Ron here and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. Hi, folks. Hey, Bible Part 2. Um, just want to take this a little bit further because there's some really unhealthy stuff around the Bible and it does hurt people who want to come to God, who want to know Jesus, who actually want to understand the Bible itself. But there's some really bad stuff that happens in the Christian religion that makes things really, really hard. So I'm going to say something really bald and a lot of people will hang up uh, as soon as I say it. Uh, listen, it might make sense. Our tribe does not believe in the Bible. We do not believe in the Bible. We believe the Bible was given to us to show us what to believe. Huge difference. <laughs> Huge difference. We do not believe in the Bible. We believe what the Bible tells us. Now, we've got to be really careful to understand exactly what the Bible tells us, because like I said in the last one, there's a lot of stuff that you really got to do some work to understand it. Different language, different time, different understandings. The same words look like they mean one thing. Sometimes they don't. And so there's a, it, it does. It needs a bit of wisdom, a bit of thought, a bit of research, a bit of teaching sort of stuff. But um, the, way, the way it's put, people tell us the Bible is the word of God. Well, we don't actually believe that because the Bible describes the word of God in incredible detail. John chapter 1 in, uh, in that gospel, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and it took a body, and it came down, and it lived among us. And we saw it. We interacted with it. Doesn't sound like the Bible, does it? <laughs> the Word of God is Jesus. It's a name for Jesus. That's really important. You've got to remember that. Everything God wants to say to us is Jesus. Now, the Bible, as far as I'm concerned, is absolutely critical to getting to the heart of who Jesus is and how this works. But please keep it right. The goal is not to know the Bible. The goal is to walk with Jesus, who is with us now and is a power in the Holy Spirit. That's the Spirit of Jesus with us right now. And the Bible is a guide to that, but the Bible says the Word of God is Jesus. There's another bit. It says the Word of God is alive, active, sharper than a two-edged sword. Hmm, interesting. Alive. Hmm. My Bible is dead. I've, I've tried to make it do tricks. It won't. Uh, active. Um, it can't even make the morning coffee. I mean, it's, it's useless. Um, but the sharp two-edged sword thing, sharper than a two-edged sword, again, Jump over into a weird book, Revelation, in the back of the Bible. One of the pictures for Jesus is the guy who turns up with a sharp two-edged sword coming out of his mouth. It's a weird picture, and I'll explain that another day. But again, it's saying Jesus is the Word of God. Everything God wants to say to us was Jesus. Jesus said, I'm the way to God. I'm the truth about God. I'm the secret to life. It's all about him. Now, the Bible is incredibly helpful in understanding that. But some people take the Bible and want to put it up onto this pedestal 
that almost makes it unassailable. Now, the Bible's got to be, you know, seriously, there are people who have come to the Lord and have almost straight away gotten into tertiary study to really work this thing out because it's so fascinating, because God does speak through it, and we want to understand it. I mean, I'm right into the Bible. I hope I'm as biblical as, as anybody can get. But at the end of the day, there's a thing, it's a sin. We call it bibliolatry. It's worshipping the Bible, not worshipping God. So be careful of that. And you can pick. Some Christians will come to you and they will beat you up using the Bible. <laughs> Anytime you feel beaten up by someone using the Bible against you, that person has missed the point. Every word God wants to say to us is Jesus. Jesus had this way of hanging out with people who didn't look like they had much hope. He was described as the friend of the, the guys who owned pubs, the working girls, the fellows who got out on the, on the Terps on Saturday afternoon. He was there, mate. And he spent his life ripping it up, the religious people who knew their Bibles really, really well and could you know, talk about that with, with great gusto. So whatever the Bible is, it's got to lead us to Jesus. We know what Jesus feels and smells like. <laughs> so please, if anybody's given you a hard time and, and beaten you up using the Bible and told you that you're wrong or you're a waste of space or you shouldn't exist and proven it to you out of the Bible, they're wrong, okay? And I know how much that has hurt some people. Anybody who's been beaten up by the Bible was dealing with someone who didn't get the Bible. Well, actually, maybe they, they got the Bible, but they didn't get Jesus, okay? So that's that. Last thing I want to say about the Bible in general terms, it is inspired. Uh, it actually says in, in, in itself, it says, all scripture is inspired by God. It's like God is breathing in it. Now, what's that mean? It means, I think, that as the guys wrote it down, yeah, there was something of the, the inspiration and breath of God. Now, honestly, there are parts in it that I look at and I think, you've got to be kidding me. That, that tells me something about God. There are bits in it that are obscene, really. You know, you, the Bible is wildly offensive at points. No wonder a lot of people don't like it. There are parts of it I have big questions about. And you know, another day, perhaps I can explain to you how I actually believe you know the story of God is being revealed by people who wrote the best they thought, and sometimes I think some of them got it wrong bluntly. But the inspiration, and especially in these New Testament books, that second half of the Bible, which is where I want you to become expert before you do anything else, the real inspiration is what happens in you as you read it. So many of my friends have stories where they were just reading something in the Bible and all of a sudden their world changed. They just got it. Some part of their life suddenly made sense. Some, some capacity to forgive someone opened up. Some I am going to change things opened up to them. Whatever, just powerful things. That's the biggest piece of the inspiration of the Bible. It is not like any other book. It is weird. I... I've had experiences myself where it's like the Holy Spirit uses the Bible to bang something home to you. And the more Bible you can get in your brain, the more you give the Holy Spirit tools he can use to say, hey, Nick, remember that. Okay? And it's powerful. So please don't believe in the Bible. Make the Bible your friend. 
twist it, bend it, shake it, look at it, wring the meaning out of it, argue with it, be confronted by it, because you will be, and, and allow it to challenge you. And look at it and read it and think, why on earth did the fathers of the, the first century give us this stuff? What is this rubbish? You know, have those conversations with it. God's not afraid of you. The Bible's been around for thousands of years, feeding souls. You can ask any question you want. It's fine. It's fine. But it's a way that we can know Jesus. Okay? So I hope that helps. I'll just do one more on the Bible about where to start, what to look for, that sort of stuff. Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to the thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today.